0: When dark season comes around, it's always a chance to review last year's dark season and to evolve in godhood. I have come to really appreciate this time. For me, uh, it consciously began... Uh, I came into my conscious autumn of twenty sixteen so like autumn equinox <clears throat> end of September, beginning of October uh, so I'm on my third year now, consciously, but if I go back in my memories, I can um see when this time was really hard for me years years, years back. I always go through something really extreme and transformational when I was 13 and I was in middle school I um this was like a few weeks before Christmas I remember this because my Christmas was really really sad (laughs) but um oh no no sorry this was autumn of December of 2012 so December of 2012 I got caught at school with weed and I like that doesn't really sound like a really intense thing and I could have went to jail but I didn't um because I asked my dad (laughs) and my dad like (laughs) yeah but it was really really it wasn't even a bad time It, it was immediately bad you know for a little bit and then it became a really creative and like personal development focus time it is such an important point in my year and I will say that it has always felt rough at the beginning but always ends with the best time like literally the best time of my life thus far so it's a very powerful you know very powerful experience so let's talk about what is actually being experienced during dark season 2016 i had been dating a twin and the reason i say twin is because um that's that's i was like very sure when when i was with him i really thought that that was like my twin flame and <clears throat> i don't know if it really is but i just want to call him that because it just it really like rings true to me and no I don't feel like you have to be with your twin because I'm not (laughs) I'm in a different relationship now so it's not like I'm yearning to actually be with him because in a way when we connected it was it was a very um, clear understanding for me that you don't have to be with the people that you're connected with you know like we're always going to be connected and it's something that you have to accept there's times where I still would feel his energy very rarely but like very short periods of time where he would just come to mind and that's really all you know it's not very it's not very dramatic it's not very emotional like how it used to be it's it's more calming now I guess because now I know that um everything's good you know like we're still good um so but during you know dark season 2016 (laughs) I ended up dating a twin I would say my first official twin because I've actually had two um maybe three I'm not even really sure that's a whole nother subject twin flames um my first official twin (laughs) sorry my first official twin was a Capricorn sun, Aries moon. So if you don't know me, I am an Aries sun Capricorn moon. So we were swapped and we both have the same rising. How about that? Cancer rising. Um and it it was a very intense relationship. The thing about that is that it wasn't um we weren't very um Sorry if you hear my dogs in the background. I have four dogs here. Um we weren't very I guess romantic or sexual. We were sexual, but it wasn't it wasn't meaningful. Um and I think only until after I kind of realized that because in the moment I was in a completely different world. And when I met him, I had gone into the dark work. And I was really getting closer with myself. So um, something a twin does. You know, makes you always closer to yourself. Um, Which is just such a blessing. Um, Autumn of 2017 was when it got really dark. Um... And I don't want to go into that. Autumn of 2018, I had more manifested and a lot of change in my life. I had left home and lived with my mom for the first time ever in my life because I never lived with her. So I left living at my dad's house for the first time in, you know, I would say since I was born, I lived with my dad, but it was really, like, when I was four. He got, like, full custody, so... And I'm 20 now. I turned 21 in April, so you can, like, do some math. Um, so I left living with him. I lived with my mom for the first time. I discovered my ancestry, which was... Which is still something that is so... Far more interesting than I can even explain. (laughs) You know, like studying something that I have a passion for is studying ethnic groups and ethnic origins, and especially decentralized ethnic groups. Because, like in the last episode, I talked about how my mom comes from a decentralized ethnic group of a community of people and a culture that lived such a long time ago and mixed with so many different people. So, it's it's so hard to describe. Like when people ask me now, I don't know really what to say to them because I want to tell them each of what I am and my story. And like, yes, I'm Hungarian, but my mother is gypsy. And because she's gypsy, that means that she's actually Persian, Turkish, <clears throat> South Asian, Central Asian, mainly, you know. So Hungarian doesn't really describe my ethnic origins because my mom's like, 10 percent hungarian 10 percent european she's not even so hungary is a host country and i think i'm just going to go into it now so i don't have to keep going into it later so when i describe my ethnic origins it's changed so much for me i used to just say i was mixed black and white and then i started to understand about five that I would just say to everyone. So I would be like black, white, Castilian, Hungarian, um, Native American. I think that's all of what I said and gypsy, which I said that when I was like a kid. So like that doesn't even make sense when you when you listen to it and you're like, what black, white, Spanish? Why is that different? And then Hungarian? What do you mean? (laughs) So now... I have to go into, you know, I don't really I don't really know what to describe what I am. Let me just tell you about my parents. <laughs> I I don't even know like honestly, I don't know. So, you know, my dad, his story is he comes from his 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 ancestral story is that he his family came on the African slave trade from West Africa through the Caribbean and Spain and Morocco, North Africa, and, like, then into the east coast of America, settled there, and then also mixed with Native Americans. So they're a mix. My dad's a mix of, you know, white, which is North European, Scandinavian, and um, mainly West African, Yoruban. And, um, a little bit of Native American, what else, that's, I mean, there's three mainly, and then a bunch of trace, a bunch of just trace, you know, DNA, but for my dad's side, I say mostly your, your Ruben because he is light-skinned, visually light-skinned, but he's more on the darker side, like, you can tell he's mixed, but he, he looks darker, so, mm <clears throat> Um, you know, black, I guess would just be the term that you would call my dad, the, the, the what he would check on like a, you know, thing, but you know, he has deep ancient history, like in his DNA, like, you know, Germanic, Norwegian, German, English, Scottish, Irish DNA mixed with, you know, Yoruban, West, a- I mean, sorry, not West Asian, uh, West African, which I used to do so much research on the Yoruban culture because it's so spiritually powerful, you know? And then to go to my mom's side now, she's, her family, you know, she was born in Hungary and her family lives in Hungary still here where I'm at now. And they are primarily gypsy. I don't know what kind. My mom doesn't say that she's a Romani gypsy. She might be Domani, which is a more uh Romanian and West Asian ethnic makeup. So she's I would say 20% Persian, 20% Turkish around there. Um and then about 20% South Asian with a little bit of Central Asian and European mixed in. So she's lighter, but she has dark features. She has very dark, like, um, they say here, Arab, Arab features. <clears throat> so I don't know if you would call my mom Arab or if you would call... See, I don't really know what to call her because... Gypsies are so mixed. They're a mix of usually like Middle Eastern and South Asian and European. And so if you look up like gypsy DNA videos, like there's some really good ones on YouTube that that talk about what they mainly, like just broadly, you know, what are the main signature DNA makeups of gypsies. Um, But because they're so mixed through, you know, so the, (coughs) the gypsies originated in, North India and Pakistan. And um, they think in provinces like Rajasthan and Punjab and. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I don't really know my Indian geography. Um, but. Yeah. North India and north pakistan and some have more of a higher gene pool of like western which would which is where they migrated from so they went from north india and traveled west until they got to like hungary which is where most of them are now and when you walk around and you see the gypsies because they wear different clothes and they're they're a whole different like subculture. They are so beautiful. Like especially the men. <clears throat> the women are very very beautiful too, but I would say the men look more visually appealing because they take better care of themselves. The women here have a very traditional way of like doing makeup and dressing and just, just like, how they take care of their body. Like, I <clears throat> like I can tell you that the Hungarian woman, the Hungarian gypsy woman is, like, I can tell you exactly, like, what her hair looks like right now, because cause I know she hasn't brushed it, <clears throat> you know, because it's a different culture where they're, like, thinking about other things than, like, what they look like, and it's just not as important. But for the men, the men are usually given the higher-paying jobs, so they definitely need to look better than the women <laughs> like that's just for sure so um this autumn let's move back on this autumn i have m- moved countries so you can see there's like a correlation with moving cuz i i tend to move in august um you know god willing um i i will be moving this august again because I'm definitely, yeah, I'm definitely trying to move again. And it's just, it's just, it's something that I feel like is just within me that I just need to, you know, explore. Autumn of 2016, I was only, I started openly speaking about dark season and dark work. So on YouTube, um... I started a channel. The first video I put up is called Vampires. <laughs> and I think it's a masterpiece. I'm not gonna lie. I think that I need to write about vampires and that I need to I need to just go deeper. I just do. I, I haven't really been I haven't really been thinking about them. That much and my my vampire self, but i I really want to start. so I, I'm reaching out to you for questions or comments or things that you're interested about vampires. I started speaking about dark season and dark work autumn of 2016. I feel like the fifth house is your place of power and for me Scorpio season, Scorpio fifth house for me, Scorpio season is when I I like the 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 dark power is undeniable. Um and when I talk about dark power, I I don't want to make it seem like it's like inherently a good thing um or inherently a bad thing for that matter because i feel like some people could could like some people could listen to this and be thinking that dark, oh when she says dark power that's i don't know i just i i can like already see and like i'm hearing all the different ways that people are interpreting this so I think that I have to do a whole separate podcast about what even dark power is because, like, I could spend so long talking about dark power. Um, but for now, let's just see if we can follow. In Scorpio season. The dark energy that comes out of me is immense. It's undeniable. It's felt by other people, whether I want it to or not. So it like, you know, just all the time. And there's really no hiding it. Like, I'm forced to, every year, learn and correct and perfect this energy within me and ultimately transmute it into positive energy. Now, why is this the case for me? Why, you know, maybe why you don't go through it. <laughs> maybe why other people don't go through it. Why do some people go through it and some people don't? I I, I would like to know. I, I believe that there's probably other people that do. I haven't really talked to anyone because this is like a, a new concept that came into my mind. Like just with the last video that I put up, which was I think a week ago or two about vampire season. That's when I really that's when I really understood that there's a dark period that happens for me. I am a dark being. <laughs> you know. I say this to everyone. <laughs> because everyone I talk to now is concerned about their dark energy. And is interested in knowing more. So those people come to me. And I can tell them what's going on. I'm a dark being. Yes. And you heard me talk about my mother in the last podcast. Yes. And that's how I have to start everything out. When I started my YouTube channel, I started out by saying this. And I have to do that first so you know that... (laughs) This is what's really going on with me. And I say that in the beginning of my first video vampires, I'm like I I say something like I made this video so that you could know what's really going on. <laughs> yeah, because it's it's alive and it's well and it's thriving. <laughs> so there's there's no, you know, there's no reason for me to to really conceal it because Um, I know that I have to talk about it and it's, it's healthy for me. (laughs) Um, I'm a dark being from my mother's side and that is how I will always usually word it. Um, when I speak about this is that my, my mother is definitely the darker being and my dad is the lighter being. And, um, they are very opposite beings. they're so like my parents were never married, and they were together for I would say max a year, like actually dating for like Max a year, but during that time, my mother had been married to her Hungarian husband, who she you know came to hung came to America with. <laughs> and they didn't get a divorce until i was i don't know how old so you you just see you know i don't know how but it's just karma you know i don't know how they freaking met each other or um like i know i know how but i don't ever see the chemistry i've never seen my parents um like ever i've like never ever seen them romantic even, like, care for each other, like, because they just don't talk ever, and they went through a really, really difficult time with getting custody of me, and, um, I've just, I think it's something that I think about sometimes, like, I've never seen, um, well, you know, my dad's had girlfriends, because my, I lived with my dad for majority of my childhood, like, all of my childhood, um, So I've seen him with other women, but not my own mother. So um, I don't know what to tell you, you know. I'm just a dark being. I I can't... It's something that is... um, It's not a choice for me. And I think that that's hard for some people to understand. But I'm going to try to explain it where... I cannot function, survive um and and be a healthy version of me if I don't connect with it. So, if I am too far in the dark, then I'm still unbalanced. If I'm too far in the light, I'm I'm, you know, extremely unbalanced. So there is a balance and that is a theory about discordianism, about chaos and about order and how they need each other in order to survive and keep surviving, and keep creating and keep working to keep the power going. So it's a, and (laughs) Discordianism is a theoretical religion. I'm not going to say it's a religion because it's, it's not, it's just, it's more of a theory, I guess, of, of living and of life and of how life works. Um, But it was started with this goddess and the goddess of Discordianism is eris eris is also an astral body which means that you can see her in your chart when you do your astrology and eris is conjunct my son (laughs) eris is all my son so what that says to me is that i was born out of chaos and i am the peace (laughs) sometimes i'm the chaos and sometimes outside of me is peace so there's a like um, there's a very strong dichotomy of uh, my energy. I'm not gonna say it's about who I am because I don't like to really say that. There's something that I'm not accepting about saying that I have multiple selves. I I don't know why, but I can't. I can't talk like. I can't admit to myself that I have. A different self that doesn't know what she's doing or doesn't know because they all work together. Do you see? So I don't I don't know if it's different selves. I definitely have, you know, my Aries Sun, which is the lighter, and then the Capricorn Moon, which is my dark season. She comes out in the dark season. But they they just work so well together. So <laughs> I didn't have a choice since I was young. I have been psychically attacked. So you're probably asking, like, well, why why um was this put on you? Like what happens? What what's different about your life? Usually if you have dark energy, the darkness comes at after you. <laughs> the darkness comes after you because it knows how powerful you are. Something that I'm gonna talk about in the next episode about dark energy and dark dark power is that it's the more powerful of the energies it's the it's the shakti it's the void, it's the unknown, it's the feminine it's that side of the yin ying 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 ying, ying. <laughs> but I'm gonna talk about that um next time, so when you have dark power. It is known to dark beings. It's always going to be known to dark beings. And these dark beings are just like your angels. You can have bad angels and you can have good demons. I think the peace dealer said that. Yeah, he definitely said that. I remember years ago he said that. And when you get psychically attacked, it's just a spiritually difficult way of transforming and ascending and evolving in your life. Your dark beings just want you to conquer them. They want to help you. They want to... And that's that's really... If you have dark power, that's really the the theory that you have to go with. Because if you believe that they're against you, they're going to fuck you up. <laughs> they're like you, you you're family. What are you talking about? Your family? You don't you you don't think we're family no more? They're going to fuck you up, you know? It's kind of like it's kind of like being in a gang. Like, "Oh, you want to leave the gang?" Okay. <laughs> we're going to fuck you up. <laughs> But okay, you know, leave the gang all you want, but you'll always be a part of the gang. You didn't have a choice. You were born in the gang. You know how when you first join a gang, me acting like I was in a gang, which I've never been in. But you know when you first join a gang, how there's that period of time where you're new. And it's kind of like you were born into the gang and you've grown and you've, you've gone through... You've gone through some stuff. You always, you know, evolve when you're when you're in when you're in a gang. You're always evolving with your numbers, your bodies, your 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 kilos, whatever it is. You know. Your bands, <laughs> your women, whatever it is, you're like always like. Cause you're dodging, and you're and you're and you in hunter and 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 surviving mode and and. All of that. I didn't have a choice since I was young. I've been psychically attacked for generations. My ancestors have been attacked in all ways. And these are the powers that we have adopted in order to survive. So, Sadhguru, he did a video about the origins of dark magic. And you can watch it on YouTube. And in his video, he mentions that The historical meaning of dark magic is it is a technology. And it's a technology of defense. But since our technology has developed so much now, you know, we have phones, we have cars, we have the ability to block people with a virtual button so that they cannot reach us. Back in the old days... In the old, old, old days, there wasn't any of that. And dark magic is a technology that was discovered, it was cultivated, it was taught down from generations to protect and defend against what they would call the dark arts. So what are the dark arts? What's what's really going on with why you need to defend yourself, why you need to protect yourself? Do you know what happened? Do you know what the North did to Africa? And how they brought them through the Caribbean and to the Americans? Like I was just telling you about my father's ancestors. Do you know about the Holocaust? Like Hungary was involved in the Holocaust. And that's some dark shit. That's some dark, 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 dark. Like the darkest work, you know? The darkest work. And that's really why we had to begin this paganistic. This... this witchcraft based technology that was able successfully to defend and protect against them you know to the to the people in power it was a technology for power it was a technology that said you know this is a successful way of defending our territory keeping people out shutting people off taking people out <laughs> yeah it was it was very 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 dark 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 work dark america in particular has an extremely dark history of energy and what has happened here It's just so, it's just so, so dark. (laughs) Um, One thing I say about dark power all the fucking time is that the reason it was created to defend it it was created, it was created to defend in a way where they have complete domain over the other person. It was something that we could do that you can't do because you don't understand and and it's a sacred art. It's an occult science. There was no other way to fight back. We didn't have the money. We didn't have the physical technology. We didn't have the actual resources to protect and defend against our home and everything else. It's just the technology. This is a cool time to bring up the topic of dark work being done by government officials. And Illuminati type activity like MKUltra and you know, organizations that want to suppress you. Something that, um, that Mr. Divine, I think is his name on Instagram. But, um, Asha. Asha Renu? (laughs) He changed his name so he doesn't have the same name. But when I was listening to him a few years ago he was talking about he talked a lot about how um, during holidays major especially American holidays and how the government uses your attention during these times because it's a mass it's a mass holiday with a lot of people doing a certain thing and that is technically dark work that is you know technically the definition which i'm gonna go in next time but you know the definition technically is that dark magic is done to manipulate things outside of you which includes your fate which includes things coming to you you know and the definition of like white magic is to do something only for yourself. It's like you're only concerned with your own energy, right? Um, Asher Renu will talk about how the government uses your energy during these holidays because it's a lot of people doing the same thing. Like if you have a lot of people watching the Super Bowl, you can put, you know, obviously you can put, you know, uh subliminal programming into the show and the TV and the network and the whole the whole thing the people you know who are creating all of this they're all being told like what to do <laughs> for these holidays where people are doing it's so interesting uh but to get back on topic when the energy i am surrounded by is so dark I have to become darker. So dark season for me is when a lot of things... You know, I don't know if I want to say a lot of things are going down. (laughs) Like a lot of things are failing. A lot of things are going down. A lot of things are... They have to be dead before like new things can be created. You have to let things die, especially during this time, because you want something else in the future. You know, at the end, when spring comes, you want to see that new thing already there, right? And this is the time where you have to cut the weeds. You got to cut out the things that you don't need anymore. I have to go so far into the black abyss. Where there's no sunlight and no cell service and no colors and be able to create something out of nothing. That is what my autumn is about. When I go through the really difficult and dark periods, which is autumn and winter and sometimes spring, it really depends. It really depends. Like when dark season started for me two years ago, I remember it being the new year in 2017. And I was living in Washington, and I've never had that feeling of just not wanting to be somewhere. It was so strong. (laughs) I will have to say that is like consciously, because I know when I was really young, I was in some circumstances living in certain places that I know that were not healthy for me. But who knows what I was thinking at two years old. As far as I know, the new year in 2017 was the time when I just felt like I need to move I need to leave. I I, I can't be here. and the, the feeling was so strong. I was living in Washington and I was just feeling like there's nothing here for me. There's no one here for me. I just went through a, my breakup with the twin. This place doesn't inspire me or make me feel like I can start my life here. And I felt that way about I felt that way about America, period. I knew that I was going to be coming to Europe to actually start my life. Because I didn't want to go to school in America, I didn't want to go to college there um, I just didn't want to live there and I didn't want to study there i didn't i knew you know I knew that I just wasn't gonna be there no. Oh my god, there's a cat outside. What is that cat doing? It's like literally screaming. What are you doing? Where are you? Okay. Everything is just always better around my birthday and your birthday, right isn't everything just better you 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 feel like you know the years maybe have been rough, but when the, your birthday comes, it's always like yo, it's a new me, it's a new life. When I go through the low points, I used to be like, I just need to move, and i, I can't kinda, I can't lie that I usually always feel this way. I felt this way, I still feel this way. The life transformation and literal move happens because I am sick of being in that space. Usually it's living with a certain person or not feeling fulfilled or just just being annoyed about my living circumstances. Because I'm a very picky, my Capricorn moon and my Cancer rising and my Aries sun, you don't want to live with me. Like and I don't want to live with you. I'm just one of those. I'm one of those people. Um, I'm one of those people that I I don't think that I can live with um, someone. The thing is, is that I lived with my dad, just me and him, for years, most of my life, just living just me alone, my dad and me. So I know how to live with someone. But the thing about my dad is that my dad's perfect. <laughs> he doesn't. He doesn't. You know, he doesn't fuck up, he doesn't fuck around, the house is always clean, he was active duty military, and he's a very good father. (laughs) So, and the only thing that I can really complain about is the rules. I don't, I can't do rules because, you know, and the reason why I moved out of his, the reason why I moved out of his house is because of his girlfriend and because, you know, I didn't want to live with her. And I wasn't going to live there. I just was like, yo, if she's here, I'm just not going to be here because I don't, I don't like her. I'm that person where, like, if we're living together and, and we're not supposed to be and it's just very, like, uncomfortable for us, I just know one of us has to leave and I'll do it. <laughs> I'll go. Please stay here, you know. I don't want to be here anymore. That's always me. I, I want to be somewhere else all the time um and it's a struggle yes it's a struggle because I have to be grateful for where I am in this moment I have to be grateful that I even moved I've moved so many times in my life probably like 10 moved homes like 10 times and I moved states I've moved cities I've moved counties I've moved countries you know so now it's it's just a constant me trying to ground as my energy doesn't let me, but, you know. Washington just does not inspire me. It's funny because, you know, now I, I miss it. Because I, I moved in summer. Oh, my God, it was so beautiful. It was perfect weather. I'm talking perfect weather. And I moved from Washington in August to Modesto in august and modesto in august is fucking hot modesto california it's like it's like uncomfortably hot 100 like 100 degrees plus because we live in central valley where it's just dry and and the sun is just beaming down on you right it's great agriculture city you know for agriculture but not for living and being out during the summer washington was perfect um, and now I miss it. I miss Washington now because it's now in fucking Hungary. It's winter and it's cold, and I want to be in the perfect weather, Washington, in August. I miss it so much. <sighs> yeah. That was a lot. I covered a lot. I don't know if you could tell but I wrote down notes <laughs> so that I wasn't going to just forget. I know I still kind of went through some periods of pausing, but I think that's healthy to pause. I think we need to pause. So, I'm not going to edit this. I'm not going to make it um I'm not going to make it shorter because I think that it's kind of short already. I really should be talking more, but I talk a lot, and my energy is powerful. So I know that you're done talking. You're you're done listening to me. I'm not gonna edit this. Um, any last things that I want to say? Um, yeah. So dark season. This is the best time. It's just starting to feel like Christmas. You know that time when it's almost November, and you're like, oh, Christmas is next month. I miss that. I miss I miss Christmas in Southern California. And then sometimes I would go see my my grandpa in Denver and it always snows there for Christmas. Hungry right now is It's just so I don't know if I want to say depressing. I'm like my you know my home energy is definitely very depressing but I think that a lot of people get out of town during this time because they don't want to be here for Christmas I feel like it's a very sad time I don't know why but I feel like a lot of people are just like sad I don't know if it's because they lost someone but you know every time Christmas comes around I always see videos or posts about how some people just don't have a good time during christmas because it reminds them of something really sad that happens or that happened and it's just very dark I've, i like a lot of people are really happy but i feel the polarity of that very strongly i feel like the people being very um depressed is just as much i lived in seattle when i moved when i moved from socal to seattle when i was 13 I remember being so upset with the people there and the energy. And I was like, yo, why is everyone so sad? You know, that's when I really started attracting um, people that were heavy into drug use and trap music and um, skipping school and depressed you know, I had a best friend when I was 13. She's Turkish, like from Turkey. She was my best friend for years. And she went through a really dark time that I was there for. And some points I wasn't there for, but I was mainly there for her during a few years where she really had a like hard time with controlling her mental. You know, she had a lot of mental disabilities and not like things she was born with unless, you know, sorry, I can't really say that, but they're more of the psychotic, manic, bipolar, schizophrenic type of mental disabilities. Um, that's when I met all of those people in Washington. Like I met so many of those people, addicts, people who have, um, who have overdosed and survived. And just gone to rehab. I remember rehab being so common when I was in high school. I I just remember that. That was my experience in Washington. When I lived there during high school, it was a complete hell. I I don't even know. You know, I was doing my own transforming. I was definitely learning about myself. I was helping these people. But, you know, I just remember it being so sad. So, so, so sad. Um but it taught me a lot about life. It taught me a lot about dark darkness, you know, and I've always attracted people. I think when you have dark power too, you attract dark people. You attract really really dark energy to, like to you and and always. And and darkness is not bad. It's not bad. It's more powerful for sure, and that's why it scares you. That's why People want to say it's bad because it's more powerful. It's the powerhouse of all new things that are created. And the process of, of transmuting dark energy into positive energy is the science that I live by. It's, it's the only thing I know how to do. It's the only thing I know... It's the only way I know how to live... And that's also why I can't live with, other, uh, live with other people because I'm just a very odd, I'm just a very odd, okay, I have to hurry, I have to hurry because my, my mom is coming home and I don't have a lot of time when I'm home alone, so I decided to do this, it's going to be really loud, so we got to hurry. Next episode, we're going to talk about transmuting dark energy into positive energy, Promise.